are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Faith is the spiritual force of God that is capable of bringing into manifestation the thing that you hope for. See, God chose spiritual forces that are not seen to reduce to nothing the things that are seen. So if you have sickness or affliction in your body that the doctors can diagnose that you know it is a physical ailment, then thank God there is a spiritual force called faith that is capable of reducing that to zero. But we have to learn how to operate in this. And see, it makes a difference when you believe in the laying on of hands. If you don't know about the laying on of hands, if you don't know what's going on, then you don't know how to release your faith. So that's the reason we're teaching on the subject of laying on of hands. So you'll know what it means when people lay hands on you for the purpose of calling you well. Now here in the fourth chapter of Luke, you notice that as Jesus came and one gospel says that he touched Peter's mother-in-law's hand, and here in Luke it says that he rebuked the fever, and she arose and ministered to them. It left her. Now someone made the statement, well, that's the reason they believe that Peter denied Jesus, because he healed his (laughs) mother-in-law. But I don't believe that. I don't think that was the case. (laughs) Now let's notice that he is ministered to her, he touched her, it departed from her, and she arose and ministered unto them. In verse 40 it says, Now when the sun was setting, all they that had any sick or diseased brought them unto him, and he laid his hands on every one of them and healed them. Now you'll notice that he laid his hands on them for the purpose of bringing the manifestation of the healing. Now sometimes in the ministry of Jesus, it was almost always instantly. There were some things that didn't happen instantly. But it was almost always instantly. And you notice it says that he healed every one of them. They all got healed. Now as you come over into the fifth chapter of the book of Luke, let's begin reading with verse 17. It says, it came to pass on a certain day that he was teaching. There were Pharisees and doctors of the law sitting by who were come out of every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem. The power of the Lord was present to heal them. Now I want you to notice the statement that the Bible says here that here were all of these doctors of the law and sitting around from out of every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was present to heal them. But as you go ahead and read this, you find out there's only one got healed in that whole crowd. And that was a man that brought on a stretcher. But the power of the Lord was present to heal them all. But them all didn't get healed. Now the reason for that is because them all didn't believe. We'll not take time to turn to it, but in the 13th chapter of Matthew, verse 15 Jesus quotes and speaks of what Isaiah said about their eyes they have closed, lest they see with their eyes, hear with their ears, and their heart be converted, and I should heal them. In other words, they didn't have ears to hear. 
They didn't come to Jesus' meeting to get healed. They didn't come to Jesus' meeting to get anything specifically. They came to catch him in his words. So when light came, they closed their eyes. They squinted. That's the same Greek word closed there. This translated closed as we get our word squinted from. You walk out of this building into the sunlight and you have to squint your eyes because the sun is so bright. So when light came, they closed their eyes. The power of the Lord was present to heal them, but them didn't get healed. (laughs) Only him got healed. The one that they brought on the stretcher. Now let's read it. Behold, men brought in a bed a man that was taken of palsy, and they sought means to bring him in and to lay him before him. And when they could not find by what way they might bring him in because of the multitude, they went upon the housetop, let him down through the tiling with his couch into the midst before Jesus. And when he saw their faith, he said unto him, Man, thy sins are forgiven thee. And, of course, that stirred up the people there because the scribes and the Pharisees began to reason, saying, Who is this which speaketh blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? But I want you to notice something. Here's a man that is sick of the palsy. They have carried him up on the housetop. They've torn the roof off and let him down in the midst. Now the power of God is present to heal all that multitude, but only this one man gets healed. And you see what Jesus said about it here in verse 23. Whether it's easier to say, thy sins be forgiven thee, or say, rise up and walk, but that ye may know that the Son of Man hath power on earth to forgive sins, he saith unto the sick of the palsy, I say unto thee, Arise, take up thy couch, and go into thy house. And immediately he arose before them, and took up that whereon he lay, and departed to his own house, glorifying God. And they were all amazed, and they glorified God, being filled with fear, saying, We have seen strange things today. <laughs> well, they would have seen stranger things if they would have believed. Because, you see, we read there just a little bit ago where that he healed the whole multitude. He laid hands on them, healed them all. But here, in this particular situation, in this particular crowd, there's only one man that got healed. And that was the one they brought on the stretcher. When he saw their faith. See, they had to have some faith or they wouldn't have brought him all that way. Now, you have to realize there was some planning went on for this. They get there and they can't get in the door. They climbed up on the roof, so they had to have a ladder. They came prepared. They evidently brought a ladder. They evidently brought some rope. Evidently, they brought a claw hammer or a crowbar or something. And they just went to work. They were not going to take no for an answer. They believed this man would be healed. And you know, it seems that God has a way of passing over a million people just to get to somebody that will believe him. It makes a difference when you expect to receive. They came expecting to get this fellow healed. Now this fellow had to have some faith himself or he wouldn't have let him carried him up on that roof. Can you imagine carrying a sick fellow on a stretcher, carrying him up a ladder, getting him on the rooftop? He's got to be in agreement with this thing or he ain't going, man. <laughs> so Jesus said, which is it easier to say, Thy sins be forgiven thee, or rise up and walk. Now see, there's two or three things that could be involved here. This man could have been in his condition because of his sin. And Jesus said, your sins are forgiven you. 
Or it could have been that this man was condemned of his sins and therefore couldn't release his faith. Now see, that happens quite often. John said, Beloved, if our hearts condemn us not, then have we confidence toward God. Whatsoever we ask of Him, we receive of Him, because we keep His commandments and do those things which are pleasing in His sight. Now, if you have known sin in your life, then you're going to have a spiritual heart attack when it comes to asking God for healing or to receiving healing. Now, that's not always the case, but I'm talking about when the Holy Spirit's been dealing with an individual, they're walking in known sin and refuse to repent, then it is very improbable that that individual would receive their healing in that condition. But now you take a sinner, you take an individual that's never known Jesus, never been born again, and some of the greatest miracles I've ever seen was people that were not even saved. Because, see, they didn't know Jesus. In fact, the Bible says they'll lay hands on the sick. Go ye into all the world. They'll lay hands on the sick. The believers will, and they shall recover. He's talking about the world there. So certainly an individual that's not even born again could receive divine healing. Sometimes they can receive it much easier than an individual that's been born again and walking in known sin. See? Now it's always, I believe the scriptures teach us, it's always God's will to heal when the conditions are met. And I think ultimately is the will of God that all people live in health. But there are certain situations that individualize sometimes until that sin has got out. Especially where God's already dealing with them about it. They know they're walking in known sin. They probably never will get healed. Some of them will die because they won't repent. Now, for instance, Hezekiah. God sent the prophet Isaiah in there and said, tell him to get his house in order or he's going to die. Well, he turned his face to the wall and began to cry out to God. He changed his position before God. Before Isaiah got out of the place, he sent the prophet back in there. He said, go back in there and tell him I'll give him 15 more years. Now, did God change his mind? No, God didn't change. God changeth not. It was Hezekiah that changed his position before God. All things left like they were, Hezekiah would have died. But because Hezekiah changed his position, he lived 15 more years. Now you see what we're saying here? When Jesus said to this individual, thy sins be forgiven thee, it could have been that here's a man that has repented of his sins, but he just, you know, I've seen Christians that way. They said, well, I confessed it and I repented, but I still don't feel like God forgave me. What's feelings have to do with it? If you confess your sins, he's faithful and just to forgive your sins and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. God's word is out. Your feelings has nothing to do with it. If you ask it in faith and believe God, then he did. The problem is they didn't believe he did. They asked it in unbelief. So when Jesus said, thy sins be forgiven thee, he got that condemnation off the old boy and he received his healing and just took up his bed and went home. Isn't that good news? God bless you. We do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. Now, we are talking about all this week the laying on of hands, and we're offering a single CD entitled The Laying On of Hands. CD offer number 7117. That's offer number 7117 for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, total of $11. The laying on of hands is a fundamental doctrine of Christ. In the sixth chapter of Hebrews, 
He says, therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on into perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works or of faith toward God or of doctrines of baptisms or of the laying on of hands or the resurrection of the dead and eternal judgment. So here are the fundamental doctrines of Christ, and it refers to the laying on of hands. Now, sometimes people don't understand that. They say, well, you think that people can heal you. No, no, it's not people that heal. It's the anointing of God that heals. You see, Jesus ministered by the laying on of hands. The apostles ministered by the laying on of hands. And sometimes people don't understand that. They say, well, Jesus healed people, but he didn't. It was the anointing of God in Jesus that flowed out at the touch of faith. He laid his hands on them as a point of contact for them to know when to believe they received their healing. And this is one of the things that people haven't understood. I believe this will help you understand how to receive healing by the laying on of hands. Now, you can pray for the sick, and prayer is a legal method of getting healing, and many people do get healed by prayer. But you'll find it hard to find where the apostles ever prayed for the sick. They laid on hands and they were healed. That's offer number 7117, single CD for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, total of $11. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.